Welcome to Oh No, Ross and Carrie, the show where we don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal, but take part ourselves. Yep, when they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Carrie Poppy. Carrie Poppy? Yeah, hey! Hey, I'm Ross Blotcher. <gasps> Ross Blotcher, I've heard about you. Yeah. Hey. So, uh, I wanted to talk about this uh, this dream thing. Dream things? Oh, I've d- I do those all the time. Dream Here's thing. what I do. Here's what I none do. Okay. When I'm done with my day, mm-hmm. I get into uh, what I call my squishy sandwich, and I- Do you sleep in a sleeping bag? Uh, when you say squishy sandwich, that is the most charitable thing I can imagine. Yeah. No, I'm just thinking of a bed. I was just trying to think of a cute thing to call it, but you ruined it. Carry um, on. And I go there, and then little, little stories pop into my head. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's sleep. But no, and then little stories. Those are dreams. Sure, that's a way to describe that. Well, that's what all of us do approximately one third of our lives. Mm -hmm. I think that aliens would find that so interesting that we just like drop unconscious and do nothing. For a third of our lives, (laughs) except for the Hare Krishnas. They're supposed to only sleep four hours a night. Whoa. I know. Well, the bottom line is sleep is important. We need it to regenerate our bodies. I do it less than I should. Mm -hmm. I do it maybe more than I should. I sleep all the time, Ross. I just sleep and sleep and sleep and sleep. Every now and then she'll text, you know, Ian and I will be having a conversation and it'll be like one o'clock and Carrie will chime in like, oh, hi, I just woke up. I like that you choose to tell us that. (laughs) I need a lot of sleep. And I always have, my mom will tell you like, ever since I was a kid, eight hours is like the minimum. That's like... Okay, I'm wow. functioning human. I'd say I average about six. Oh my god! See, yeah, when I get six hours of sleep, I am so tired. I am so, mm. I am unbearably tired. So we had a recommendation actually from a friend of the show, Drew Spears. Yes, romantic friend of mine. Could, so he was reading be. an article and he said, "Hey, Carrie." You should try this dream reality cinema thing. Yeah. Sent this article over, said, this looks crazy. It's in LA. I'm not really sure what it is. It sounds like something you guys should do. So we went and looked at it. They had a Groupon, our favorite thing. You are the Groupon queen. If there's one thing I like as much as sleeping, it's Groupon. (laughs) And so you sprang out of bed. Yes. And, and went and looked on Groupon. And you sent this to me and said, hey, I don't know. Do you think maybe we should do this? And I said, yes, of course. I think I said something more like OMG exclamation point. Yeah, that sounds like Must, you. must exclamation point going back to bed. It's in Beverly Hills, Dream Reality Cinema. Uh, the Groupon has a picture of a lady and she's wearing like these goggles that you can't see through. And an outfit for- as if she's... In the future in the 80s. I think like a Raelian futurism. I think they would really dig that. But she's Ah. got like a silver collar. And then she's got these big headphones overlaying these uh, opaque glasses. She's chilling out, experiencing something. Yeah. and uh, Something called dream meditation. That sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in. I like dreaming. I like meditating. I like sleeping. We called up. 
Yep. And asked, hey, can we get an appointment for this? Because we bought our Groupons mm-hmm. for two. And we made an appointment and you said to me, can we do 9 a.m.? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Ross. Well, because it's during the weekdays. Yeah. Usually, I guess the, the weekends are really popular. And so I wanted to get us a weekday. And I've got to go to work. And this is in Beverly Hills. On yeah. The other side of Los Angeles. So I was like, well. you work in Burbank. Right. So let's at least go early. So yeah, I booked us for nine o'clock and told you. And you're like, oh, that'll be interesting waking up that early. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can do it. I can physically do it. You were and there. I did it. You made it. I did it. I was there. I was early. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we drove down there. Yeah. And it's near a bunch of other things we've done. It's near the uh, cryotherapy place we went to. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, ish. It's uh, near Rodeo Drive, famous Rodeo Drive. Oh, yeah. There's uh, lots of swanky billboards everywhere. It's a very distracting place to drive. So, yeah, we arrived at Dream Reality Cinema. Yes. We met the same lady who had helped me make the appointment over the phone. She remembered talking to me. Right. Call her Natasha. And their logo is a big, well, it's a, a D, like an uppercase D, but like someone started on the downstroke and then they did the curve up and then they just kept it going around. So it's kind of uh, like... Yeah, I like the Disney D. Yeah, it's like an at symbol, but, you know, starting with a D and then it swirls all the way around and tapers off. But not unlike the Disney D, Ross. No, it's not. That would be copyright infringement. Okay. <laughs> all right, fair enough. So we knew that it had something to do with meditating, something to do with dreaming. <laughs> kind of like hypnosis-like. Yeah, something to do with... Yeah, it should be meditation-like. My I, my concept going in was, okay, they're going to bring me to a state that's sort of between sleep and wakefulness and try to keep me there, and that right. would be meditative. And that there are going to be some kind of positive benefits like for my life. Right. And what are they? It was so unclear what it was supposed to actually do for me. But getting to that state between wakefulness and sleeping and being able to stay there sounded cool enough that I was like, all right, I'll yeah. try it anyway. And I think there was even a mention of lucid dreaming, which is something yeah. I've really wanted to get into and try yeah, more. For sure. Lucid dreaming seems real cool. Dream therapy was created by Sandor Lengiel and his wife, Dr. Amis Toth, might be saying these wrong. I'm oh, not yeah. Sure. Natasha kept saying uh, Shandor, like when oh, right. she would okay. r- pronounce his name, but she's... Hungarian as is he. Right, and his wife. And she speaks Hungarian and English, which is helpful for us. Yes, yeah, thank goodness. Because we do not speak Hungarian. Correct. I found out when we went there. (laughs) I wasn't sure before. Shandor is an interesting character we'll find out a little bit more about after our visit, but he and his wife write these handouts that I ended up reading a lot of in between our two visits, and I'll tell you more about them, but they do tell you a little bit about what dream therapy is. You look like your questions are still not answered. (laughs) Yeah, I can't really say that there is a definition in here in these like (laughs) 15 pages of what it actually is. I feel like it's like being handed like a, a cookie and being like, eat this. You're going to love this. What is it? Just eat it. Just you're, you're going to love this. <laughs> okay. Well, but is it? Uh, well, okay. I, I just don't like chocolate. Just trust me. Eat it. You're going to love this cookie. I feel like it's like that. They're just so sure of themselves that you're going to love it that they don't even need mm. to tell you exactly what way you're going to love it. And I'm like, no, no, that's not how commerce works. <laughs> and yet here we are. Yeah. And then I went and about it. Then I <laughs> ate the cookie. That says something about us. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Yeah, it was a small little shop front, and uh, everything was kind of nicely furnished. You had sort of painted brick and uh, like kind of 
wood plank surfaces and it was all looking very modern and nice and there was a receptionist desk there at the front where natasha sat uh, behind her was a tv screen and it just kept playing this kind of promo video for mm-hmm. this video that we were about to watch and it had like these little animated characters and it was interesting it kept showing like people having their dreams of success so mm-hmm. there'd be like a, a little animation of a guy and he's wearing a suit and he's got four bikini clad women around him and like a little money symbols mm-hmm. like okay is that what i'm gonna get out of this <laughs> And it would be playing little sounds. I noticed in the background, I kept hearing like, these little dreamlike inducing sounds. It's really annoying for her. The sound of you. Oh, I know. Can you imagine hearing that all day long? Yeah. Yes, I can. Okay. And it sounds annoying. There were also hot drinks there. Yeah. Hot drink station. I didn't know if I should spoil that. Oh. uh, yeah, well, you hot see it right as you walk in. Yeah. there's, uh, There's a little station with tea galore. Well, three types of tea. and uh, <laughs> I think that qualifies for galore. Okay, good. Um, I don't know. Yeah, what is the numeric limit for galore? Sure. Three is probably not enough for galore, but we'll accept it. Sure. Anyway, <laughs> there's tea. There's also like uh, pictures of good-looking people. There's like a poster. Weird pictures, though. Yes, yeah. good-looking people doing weird shit. I've got one of, yeah, this lady and... What? Is she's, she doing? She's wearing those goggles and she's in like a door. No, don't just say those goggles. Oh. People don't know what goggles. Oh, yeah. Well, I described them in the Groupon, but yeah, she's wearing like these oh, gotcha. thin VR goggles, but you know, they're not see through. So it's clearly she's looking at something inside of these glasses. Yeah. So it's like your Google Glass just got frosted over or something. But she is. In sitting it, on the floor in, in a, a door, door frame. Jam. Yeah. Yeah. Looking you can almost like see, overwhelmed. You can almost see up her skirt. Yeah. She's, it's as if she's like falling down. Like she's having <laughs> such a good time that she's like, oh my goodness, oh, I fell. <laughs> and then someone's not to pick. <laughs> but they left room on, on the wall of the door jam next to her to promote these, these videos. But we learned about this later. So we'll talk about that. In a um, bit. But that was really strange. Uh-huh. Um, there's also a big poster of a woman's leg with pantyhose, but pantyhose are like ripped a ton. Yeah. Yeah. And I she's wearing d- red high heels carrying those little VR goggles with and her. And something horrible has happened to her socket. Oh, and it says, this movie changes everything. Wow. Ooh, another like vague stockings. A vague promise. But I don't want my stockings to look like that. There's also, there's books across the way. Mm-hmm. One by Shandor. Mm-hmm. And one by Amiz. His wife. The Shandor one is a collection of his plays, live performances that he puts on in Hungary. Right. And the lectures that he gives. And so there's all these photos of him looking very like TED Talk-like and very like, uh, very theatrical lighting. And then all these pictures of these weird, like very clearly... Avant-garde. Avant-garde, thank you. Exactly the term I was looking for. Plays. And then there's a bunch of them that involve superheroes. So there's like the Superman play and the Batman play and the Iron Man play. And this guy, Shondor, is a a jack of all trades, if we're going to assume that he's actually good at those trades. Mm -hmm. Apparently, people go and hear him talk a lot he has quite a following. Hmm. It's it felt kind of like landmark forumy to me. Like he he has uh, life help seminars where he just teaches you to be better at life in general. Oh yeah. Uh, I asked if he gave any of these in the U.S. because he comes to visit here every now and then. Yeah. And Natasha told us that 
His English is He's not limited. so good. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it's better than my Hungarian. And mine. Yes. Indeed. And uh, I, I looked up videos of the plays later and yeah, definitely very avant-garde and there's women in heavy makeup. They've fallen into all these ropes that are holding them as a marionette or one is dressed as a ballerina and a dragon is chasing her, you know, stuff like that. And uh, again, with the, the hot ladies everywhere. And then that leads into his wife's book, which is about sex. Yes, it's, she's a sexologist. Yeah. So I couldn't tell what it was about, but it had cool pictures. Yes, <laughs> a lot of nudity. I was like, thanks, Carrie. I'm going to look at this book for yeah. a while. <laughs> you can look at something else. <laughs> right, because once you're looking at it, it's all used up. <laughs> you were done. One thing that caught my eye in one of these handouts that's germane to what we're talking about here is this is a an interview between Shondor and this anesthesiologist named Peter Vashji. In that, Shandor mentions that he holds these 10 to 15 hour lectures. He does them almost daily. They're on different subjects that he just feels like talking about at the time. Hmm. And then he mentions that while he's giving them, people like aren't sleeping. Like the, the schedule of his seminars is so intense that people only sleep a few hours a night and they're going to these seminars all day and they're tired all day. And so they need like all these stress relieving tips. Something about that felt like very manipulative to hmm. me. I'm not there, but that, mm-hmm. that didn't sound, that didn't sit right with me. Yeah. And it was only Natasha that we really really interacted with, but it felt like she kind of referred to Shandor as being this very wise person and, oh, he's just so smart and he's figured so much out and he's just really got the corner on life. Yeah. And he's passed down to us this wonderful video that we are going to hook you up to watch. Yeah. (laughs) That makes it sound like a clockwork orange. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. Uh, so, So finally we were ready and she led us into the next room. So yeah, there's like a little hallway that comes down from the lobby area and immediately to your right door and there's a room in there and there's two large cushy chairs. Yep, recliners. We were both able to go at the same time. It Mm -hmm. seats two people at once. And boy, that's a comfy recliner. Yeah. Well, first Lazy boy. They they have you turn your cell phones off. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the lights are on like pretty low in there, but they're on. You can see. Yeah. We're, We're next to each other. We can see each other. Nothing between us. There's another like bizarre large poster hanging from the ceiling of this woman. It looks like maybe she's floating in water and she's like coming down from the ceiling with her long hair streaming up away from her. And she's wearing those goggles as well. Yep. She's going with us into our dream state. And so we both push ourselves back. So there's goggles and there's also headphones, Mm -hmm. two different apparati. And Um, then she has us uh, adjust the goggles to be in focus. mm -hmm. And she said there's going to be two videos the first time. There's a 10-minute video or so, and then there's the second video. And the second video is 40-ish minutes. And she said, your goggles might fog up, but only during the first part. Don't worry if that happens. Just tell me. I'll come back and I'll wipe them off. That's weird. I don't don't remember her saying that to me. And then mine did. Mine fogged up. Okay. She had to come wipe them off. Maybe she just knew that you were susceptible to fogging. Maybe she was like, this poor thing will probably just cry. She'll be so moved. I'll just (laughs) start the fog up. And again, she's putting a a blanket on us. Very comfy. (laughs) (laughs) This is making me tired, Ross. Just thinking about it. This room is a little on the cool side. And she has you take your shoes off. Yes. Well, she says you can if you want. 
Which oh, I right. wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Me too. And uh, then she puts this blanket on top of you. Nice and, oh, fleece blankie. And you uh, hit the little button on the recliner, and so you recline so that your feet are like above your head. Uh huh. Yeah. And oh, it's so comfy. Right yeah. then and there, I want to go to sleep. Yeah, it's nice. And it was early in the morning. I hadn't yeah. slept enough, so Not I was already am. like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no problem Close here. the door. I'm good. Yep. And then she asked us if we wanted to hear a man's voice or a woman's voice. Oh, right. And we went back. For no reason, we went back I and wanted a woman's that. voice, but then like, I was like, well, I'll let you choose first. And then you chose woman's. So like, well, I can't do the same thing. All right, I'll take the man. <laughs> Given my druthers, I'd always rather listen to a woman. Oh, okay. All right, noted. <laughs> Remember that for the future. <laughs> yes, really angry. <laughs> my druthers, I would always rather listen to a woman carry. My druthers. <laughs> no, about my druthers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, she puts this thing in your hands, this little clicking device. Oh, yeah. And by this point, you've already got the goggles on, so you can't see anything except for yeah. what's inside the goggles and a little bit of light leakage around the outside. And right. yeah, she's giving you this uh, little, like, it's a garage clicker almost, but it's to, yeah. to call her back when you need her. Right. And before the video even starts, starts then she has you uh, calibrate the focus on the glasses to make sure you can see it okay and there's this little test pattern it has crosshairs and you can see like there's a little play button down below when the main video came up you could see that it was about 50 minutes it said uh-huh. and yeah and i'm looking at it and i'm thinking okay well you're wearing these vr goggles because there's a, you know at least stereo goggles i should say because there's a separate image for right and left but it's really only simulating i'd say like a 20-inch screen, uh-huh. you know, yeah. a couple feet ahead. of It doesn't feel big. It's not filling your vision. Yeah, it's like, no, that's really true. If I'm holding up my f- cell phone. Yeah, uh, they really could just put a screen in that room and have us both lay down and watch it. Yeah, yeah. It, it was weird. It, it felt like the equivalent of... Watching a movie on your iPad in bed. Yeah, right. Or a computer monitor not too far away. So the idea is that we'd watch this first thing. We'd click her back in the room. Uh, She'd wipe her goggles and then she'd start the second video. So we start watching this first one. Do you remember much about the first video? I really don't. Yeah, me neither. I think it was basically like... Orientation. Yeah, it was like, hey, don't worry. We're just gonna meditate you hard. Just take in everything holistically so if you see a a scene on the screen and it's got a moving picture but it's also got words on the screen but you're also hearing voices just take it all in don't try to read the words and interpret the picture and listen to the words just take it in like all as sensory input right which is very hard to do It takes a certain level of real detachment to do that. Indeed. And, you know, I I mean, that makes sense to me. Like, you know, you can just kind of glance and get the feeling of like, oh, that word is there and kind of understand what it's saying without like looking at the letters themselves. I, and, I get it intellectually, but I, I, it was hard to do. Okay. I, I think I can do that pretty well. Okay. And then uh, we clicked her in. She wiped my foggy, foggy glasses and we started uh, tape two, which turned out would be the same tape. We would watch any other time we would dream meditate because they only have the only one. one tape. You come back paying like $80 at a time to watch this one movie over and over and over. So it's like the original Star Tours where there was only one adventure to go on. Yeah. At Disneyland. Oh, yeah, Star Tours. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've been on that? Yeah, I've been on that. My mind just immediately went Star Wars. It used to be the same video presentation each time, and now now it can be different things. But yeah, you pay $80 each time to go watch this video. Pretty freaking awesome video, right? Uh, For $80? (laughs) It's fine. We paid $39 per person. It's 
Fine. <laughs> Fine. Uh, I wonder if they'll, like, it wouldn't be that expensive of an upgrade for them to just buy, like, a couple Oculus Rifts or uh-huh. HTC Vives or something, because you'd get a better screen. But, but again, even though they have true stereo pairs, like, separate images for each eye, they don't take advantage of, there's no depth or anything. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't you have to shoot it differently? Oh, yeah, you'd definitely have to master it differently. But they didn't take advantage of that yeah. technology. It's just, you know, you're looking at a screen. Right, twice. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just seemed like a really weird use of the technology there. Definitely. The movie begins, and it's, uh, in my case, a lady. And in my case, a man. They're a very talking. confident man. My lady's talking. Talking very soothingly. Very... He was more sort of resonant. Yes. Yeah, talking there you go. like this yes. to you. Reassuring. Slowly and confidently. Yeah, mm-hmm. very go. good, very good. And my lady was uh, sexy. Yeah, a little, um, little sexy there. But uh, confident and... Um, it's like every now and then she'd like, uh, a certain phrase would be said, like seductively, uh-huh. almost. And then she'd just go back to sure. pa- patiently and calmly. I think she would very naturally fall into that when she'd have to say something about the body. The, the body. The body and the mind. <laughs> and then she'd just like fall back. <laughs> yeah, so she was saying like a lot of pretty out there claims, but oh man, you have such a task at this point. Oh my goodness. Okay. Because they're basically like, don't pay attention to what we're saying. Don't pay attention to what we're saying. That's your main job is to just float in this space and not think. Right. And they reiterate that at the beginning that, you know, this is your job not to focus too closely and don't go to sleep. Right. Stay awake, but you want to be in a very Don't be rest- awake, awake. Yeah. So there's this weird balance you're supposed to eventually achieve. You count down from five to zero with your eyes closed and then gently open them. Right. Yeah. They so, count you down into a state and then they'll count you back up and yeah. they'll count you down. They call it floating. And that does feel like the right word to me. You're really like just kind of hazily between. Totally. You're in that what they call the hypnagogic state. Right. For a lot of it. Yeah, she begins with these claims about sleep itself. And I love that it starts with, what is it, cybernetics? Yeah, she talks a lot about cybernetics. Cybernetics has shown that dreaming allows you to regenerate. And, well, right. What, what, what is cybernetics? What? Yeah. Who's cybernetics? There's a lot of stuff about cybernetics. There's a lot of really grand claims about information flow. A lot of stuff about how I am... I am connected to the information source of the universe. Oh, my goodness. And the thing that stuck out to me, yes. the, the thing that I just sort of like woke up and was like, what? Was, they said that the life energy around me was the strong life information energy. Right. Whereas my reality was the weak information energy. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, there's this... What does that mean? Boy, oh, there was... Uh, Kukubuchu to you too, (laughs) sir. (laughs) These words were like specifically chosen to not be graspable. It would be Uh like a series of abstract concepts 
that you just you couldn't hold on to and right. make like a a real sentence out of. Even wide awake, you have to be like, okay, hang on, let me parse this. Sentence. Yeah, yeah. Oh okay, no, you're saying a new it. sentence. Oh, I have uh-huh. to listen to that one. What was that last? Oh shoot, I lost that completely. Right, and then you're half asleep. Forget it. And yeah, and it's your job right now to not be paying oh, attention right. that closely. And so yeah, I yeah, kept. Yeah, they could have been like, you will both have sex now, <laughs> and they would have been like, wait, did they just? They did, right? Did they just I, say And I would have no clue because, yeah, yeah like, it, w- it was so weird. Like, I would listen to a phrase and I'd be like, oh, that's good. I should remember that for later. Uh-huh. T- two sentences later, like, what, what? Gone. What? I don't know what it was about. Yeah, yeah. Like, there was some weird thing about governing principles that have influence over your body. And there was the strong principle and the weak principle. And one was yeah, like... Yeah, the weak principle is your personal reality, I think. Uh, yeah, your own life. And like the strong principle is the universal life. And you're yeah, like, wait, what? Okay. What? Um, Please explain more. Wait. This all started just like any kind of uh, meditation. She does the counting down. They talk about focusing on your breathing. and Right. Do Relaxing different parts of your body. Deep but soft breathing. and Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, now your knees, now your fingers and feel all of your weight resting on the surface of the chair. Right. And then later on, like, now you're in water. Feel your center of gravity lowering. Uh-huh. We should do that to our audience now. If you're driving, I want you to close your eyes. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't listen to Ross. Feel your center Don't of do gravity it! slowly lowering. Ross will be the last voice you hear. You to don't the want level that. of the asphalt. Come on, you don't want this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was totally working on me this first time. Good. And so, so what is working on you mean? Oh, you like just getting you in that. I state. was following along, yeah, and uh, and definitely getting in that state felt very restful, and then felt my body in that kind of floaty, unattached, yeah, state. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was just having a really hard time grasping into what was actually being said. Meanwhile, visually in front of you, they've got all these kind of computer generated. Uh, motion graphics right. that are yeah, going on. Yeah, it's a lot on. like watching old iTunes when... when like, right, like a yeah. visualization plugin or Winamp back in the day when it had all the best uh, visualization plugins. Uh-huh. But yeah, the, the first one when they're kind of hypnotizing you or you know getting you into this state, uh, it's just kind of like a, a spinning, not quite concentric circles, like kind of radial blades coming out from... Yeah, concentric cent- waves, billabong waves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the aperture of a camera or something. And it's slowly rotating and changing colors. It's mostly blue. I think. Yeah. And then it goes into this mode. There's a long time where she's talking about all these universal principles and stuff, or he, it's like a bunch of floating blobs of light, kind of like that out of focus bokeh, B-O-K-E-H, the photography where you kind of see all of these uh, lights, but they're not quite in focus. Anyway, so they're, 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 so those lights are kind of shifting around in the background. It's all kind of warm colored. Meanwhile, there's this little floating orb and it's like this golden eye of Sauron. That's just these little tendrils of light Mm -hmm. undulating within this glowing orb. And it just kind of gently like moves around the screen, but then hits the edge and bounces like the, (laughs) the toast the flying toast. (laughs) Yeah. The old, uh, windows 98 screensavers. And so you're just kind of following it with your eye and then words appear next to it. Don't look at those. Don't you fucking look at those. <laughs> and they'll you read those it's curtains. And they'll <laughs> they'll appear at like, you know, one letter at a time. They'll kind of drift on and they'll like come out of being out of focus to in focus. It's a very bold white font and it'll say something like 
I am limitless. Mm-hmm. I remember that one because uh, I appreciated that us having just done nootropics. our nootropics, yeah. right? And I was thinking of you the were movie feeling limitless, limitless. Yeah, is that I am limitless? I'm sorry, I read it. Jeez, so sue me. <laughs> <laughs> I will. <laughs> and then it fades out, and then you know the little orb moves somewhere else, and some. And sometimes it would directly relate to what she had just said. Uh-huh, and then sometimes not. And the, yeah, uh, then other times it was like Stephen Colbert doing his like... Word of the day thing. New words. You know, he's saying something, but it's introducing a slightly different concept that's actually a joke on this one. Right, right. Where I don't think this was a joke, but it was something slightly different. And then I'd be like, wait, what? And then... Uh-huh, how and do the, those connect? All the more it would just throw out of my head whatever just came before. Right, uh-huh. Oh, man. Yeah, what were the things she said? Weird things. Uh, <laughs> like... One was like, the wakeful state is not capable of experiencing the fullness of the universal life because tangibility is always necessary. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait, what? Wait, okay. There's no way that makes sense. I'm going to try to even understand. Ready? Make that mean anything. Okay. The wakeful state state is not capable of experiencing the fullness of the universal life. Okay. Because... (laughs) Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so this like right now, important. I'm not experiencing all of real life because because tangibility no, no. is always necessary. Because I need to feel things, I guess. My need for physically feeling things keeps me from understanding real truths in the universe. Well, they had an example. It's like, oh, but for example, you have to make a decision, but you cannot go in two directions at once, even though life exists in both directions. Oh, yeah. You know what? That was in one of these handouts. They kept talking about this two directions problem. Oh. Like how when you're dreaming, yeah. We're locking in on their philosophy, Carrie. Yeah, okay. So they were saying that when you're dreaming, it's a great time to try out two possibilities. And they never use actual examples, but this is how I kind of pictured what they were saying, that you know, maybe you're thinking about taking two jobs. So if you're... Uh, intentionally controlling your dream world and you're like, okay, I'm going to dream that I'm working for this company and now I'm going to do a dream where I'm working for this company and you get to kind of act out both of those roles, see what it's really like and then decide which dream was better. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, that's one way to do your thought experiments, I guess. Some of the language just felt positively Hubbardian. You know, it reminded me of L. Ron Hubbard. For sure. And I could very easily, you know, hear him saying it mm-hmm. and being very proud of these words. Especially because they love words like principles. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, here's one I wrote down that I thought sounded particularly Hubbard-like. Or, you know, this is something like this. Imagine, oh, I want to read it like him. Imagine man being a self-contained system that is able to feel, act, and think. You have components that are connected to each other as they determine your basic capabilities and thus the potential functions of the system. Naturally, for the system to operate, it not only requires continuous energy flow, but also a governing principle. Wait, I didn't, I didn't follow what? that. I didn't follow that at all. Yeah, what? well. <laughs> yeah, Did I, that mean anything? Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> there are words there. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, self-contained system. I can act, feel, and think. Okay, so, all right, that's what the system does. But there are components connected to each other. Okay, and they determine what I can do. Thus, the <laughs> things that I can potentially do. 
for that system to function uh, not only require <laughs> continuous energy flow, but also a governing principle. Yeah, what part of that did not make sense? Uh, yeah, I still didn't follow that. Yeah. Oh. Uh, cool. And there's very new aging music playing all throughout and soft. Yeah. And there's a little piano playing. And this thing is kind of in acts. It's kind of in a three-act structure. Even right. though only a third act really sticks out. So the first act just kind of lays down these principles of the system. Mm-hmm. And then they do like another, okay, now close your eyes and we're going to count down. And then they kind of re-emphasize that you are floating and your body is you know, weightless and you're resting all of your joints and everything. And then they count back up and then you're supposed to open your eyes again. And yeah, now you're in act two. And now you're looking at this kind of against a, a slate bluish gray background. There's floating dots and they're connected by white lines and it forms this kind of geometric structure. And it sort of zooms in and out in the background and it's kind of out of focus and you're staring always at this big droplet of water and it's Mm -hmm. just staying in the center of your focus as you zoom around and every now and then it kind of like presses down against this invisible surface and all of a sudden these little concentric rings spread out from it. Right, ripples, yeah. Ripples. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, and little words pop up in front of that one too. So that's act two. You're watching that float around. Again, like a nice little music plug-in. And same, you know, woman rambling or or man (laughs) rambling. Yeah, Um, what were they talking about in that one? Oh, same stuff. And all of this is from the second time, because the first time I did this, I came away having no idea what I just heard. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, we'll get back. We're going to talk a little bit about going back the second time. But yeah, the first time... I did have a different experience because also, I mean, just like any other movie, watching it twice, it becomes less interesting. I mean, hmm. you know, I, I the, the second time I was just downright bored. Really? Yeah. I enjoyed it more the second time. Oh, interesting. Okay. But I'd love to see how you felt, you know, time 80. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so would they. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what's 80, 80 times 80? $80. 80 dollars, the 6,400. 6, they would love and, to see what yeah. I felt after the. 80th time. Yeah, I think the second act was all about uh, just introducing the idea that getting in this kind of half dream, half awake state can help you to learn better and get in a state where you can achieve things. Uh huh. Right. Yeah, yeah. And it was like kind of extolling the benefits of sleep, but also saying that you need to find this special mode and this will enhance both your dreams and your wakeful state. Right. And this is a way better, more restful sleep mm-hmm. that's more important than your typical sleep. Mm-hmm. Because Shandor says in one of his handouts that sometimes he would be sleeping for only like three hours a night when he was on big important projects. Whoa. And he would still just be reinvigorated every time he did this. And he was able to go on vacations with his family and be a totally functional member of his team. And well, cool. So he says. So then act two finishes up. And again, they do the count down, count up. And now, now you're in this act where they show pictures or Actual videos pictures of things in the real world so there's all these like just quick vignettes of little unrelated scenes again yeah. everything is so disconnected and it's very b-rolly it's like right it's all this just yeah i guess it was uh, just a bunch of stock footage they yeah bought. that's the word stock footage and in each one you're seeing for two maybe if you're lucky three seconds 
I think yeah, it's funny, you know, Ross works in the movies, so you like have a good sense of how many seconds a shot is. I have no idea. Well, the, the second time I was paying attention to this, the first time I think I fell asleep during this part. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's right. A good the first time it. you definitely fell asleep. I'll I woke up, I was it. like, I'm <laughs> sure I missed some of this. Yeah, yeah, I was very restful. But yeah, there's all these pictures of goodness like a forest looking up through the branches as the camera moves close-up of a person painting a bowl a Uh, lady riding on a horse through tall grass yeah lots of women with long hair yeah beautiful Uh, lady looking at you and smiling or or looking off askance to the right right and maybe laughing maybe eating a salad who knows my favorite uh (laughs) african-american gentleman beautiful man really strong and he's like (laughs) leaning on a medicine ball in a pool. He's just staring up at you, smiling. As the camera pulls away into the sky. <laughs> so great. Yeah, I, la- I laughed out loud both times at that image. Lots of... It's just so absurd. Like, <laughs> it's just so erotic. And just suddenly they're like, or oh, you could have sex with this man. Moving on. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, lots of guys wearing suits and like triumphantly throwing their arms up in the air. Yes, There's yes. There's a lot of that. So much suit wearing. <laughs> and of course, you know, the women, business women, if they have ponytails, that's when you know. Oh, yeah. Right. Right, right. Oh, yeah. And wearing like pantsuit mm-hmm. kind of things. And then they have shiny hair instead of the wavy hair. Right. And uh, lots of shots of an intersection at night with kind of a long oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. slow long, shutter speed. exposure. Right. And yeah. so you see all these lights kind of zooming around and then it's sped up. In some ways it felt a little Koyaanisqatsi. Did you oh, ever see what that? What are you saying? <laughs> Koyaanisqatsi. It was a Francis Ford Coppola film that he did early on. You should see it. Okay. Well, a lot of people have done films like that now, but it was like the first of its kind. And instead of like a narrative film, it's just this long collection of vignettes shots of you know this is the desert now these are people working in a factory and now we're looking at all the cars driving down the street all to fill up glass music oh we near the end of yeah the dream movie and and while they're showing you all these pictures of happy smiling people and random things it's mm-hmm. oh and there's like elephants also there's like pictures of the serengeti You're why like, not well, why okay why uh-huh. not oh back to a guy on a computer it's it's all this like motivational stuff just saying like you are capable of anything oh yeah and then there's a long list of adjectives you are creative you are successful successful happy yeah. Interesting. And, and <laughs> yeah, and it's like I would so... love if it had the word interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it doesn't, but it is so long. It's like a minute. This of is them like listing. This is adjective. like where someone does one of those memory tests and like they read a bunch of words to you and, and they then say like, like how many do yeah, you remember? Door, like, window, uh-huh. apple, smell. And then they're like, So cinnamon, was that in there? And you're like, Yeah, I think so. And you're like, No, we just said apple and we said smell. Uh, and we said pie, but we never said cinnamon. We never said cinnamon. So I cannot tell you Did what you words the they gorilla? flashed us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so it was all like geared towards having you maximize yourself and be successful and happy and yeah. creative in the real world. But everything was like one non sequitur after another, and I just could not lock on to exactly what they were saying. Yeah. Well, and... Uh, it's not like they wanted us to, so no. 
Well, Fair enough. That's why you got to come back. And, and as Natasha said to us, you kind of get something new every time you see it. Right. I asked her how often she sees it. And she sees it like once or twice a week herself. Yeah. And that's that was the recommended amount that you come twice back. twice a week, yeah. Yeah, twice a week. Now, once a week will be helpful. But really, if you want the true benefit of this, you should come back here, drive down to Beverly Hills twice a week. Twice a week. Now, if you come down once, it's not like it's all for naught. It's just that you'll experience the benefits for a couple days instead of the benefits being continuous. And at this point, I'm just saying like, can I buy this and watch this on my own at home? I know. I wondered that too. But I mean, I get it. Like that's the only proprietary piece of this is the video. One video. Yeah. That's it. They do claim that the video itself has some special waves that are like, embedded in it that are making it work yeah that's in here as well so yeah let me tell you a little bit about these handouts it's not just the audio it's not just the picture no no it's uh, the waves as well tell me of these waves well uh that's somewhere in here let me tell you a little bit about these handouts in general may i yeah amber Um, waves of mind control Uh, you know, you joke, but one of the FAQs is, am I going to get totally brainwashed? And the answer is... (laughs) Not exactly. Not exactly. (laughs) You said that to me. I was like, wow, they're not even denying it. They're like, well, really, you do need to cleanse your brain. (laughs) Pretty extraordinary. I do want to tell you about this, Ross, but first, would you play me one of those Fun Max Fun Show promos? Oh, you should listen to this show. Hey, Max Fun community. This is your friend, Elizabeth Gilbert, author of Eat, Pray, Love, and a bunch of other stuff. I am a longtime member, supporter, and devoted follower of Maximum Fun. And now, finally, I have my own podcast on the network. It's called Magic Lessons, and it is me coaching people through their creative issues and problems. This season, we have some amazing creators that we're helping through their joys and struggles of making something out of nothing. And then I bring in special guests like Glennon Doyle Melton, Brandon Stanton, Martha Beck, the poet Mark Nepo, Michael Ian Black, Sarah Jones, Gary Scheingart, these amazing friends of mine to come and help coach these people so that they can get their work done. I hope you'll tune into it. It's called Magic Lessons, and it's all about love. Thank you, Ross. You're welcome, Carrie Poppy. Okay, so I've got a few handouts here. One's called A Conversation About Dreaming. This is the um, interview where and, this anesthesiologist interviewed Sean oh, right. And they freely uh, provided these yes. in the lobby. Now, are they printouts of the blog they also have online? Yes, but they knew that some people don't go online or maybe they want to highlight it like me, so they provide these printouts as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the first thing that I highlighted was the first quote from Shandor where he was asked where he studied all this and what books he reads, and mm-hmm. he responded, I don't read books. What? That's his whole response. Except for my wife's book about sex. Yep. It has naughty pictures. Really? I don't read books? I don't read books. And then- uh, Who says that? And then the interviewer was like, oh, um, so where do you get- <laughs> I, I added the oh. Right, right, right. <laughs> I, I kind of like the thought of him writing that out. Oh. oh. Hmm. <laughs> and then in parentheses, like, switches tactic. <laughs> Pater says, so where do you get your information from? And Shandor responds, I find it. My partner likes to read very much because she's the scientific type. She's a doctor, but she's interested in a great many other things as well. I, however, am an artistic type. 
I've always created what I was in need of, and I don't put together new information in the usual ways, but of course, I'm not the only one like that. I've made theater productions and films. I've held 10 to 15 hour lectures almost on a daily basis, always on different subjects. Wait, 10 to 15 hours hours of lectures? Yeah. Where he has held forth on his thinking? That's yes. Oh, this sounds so insufferable. <laughs> Lectures about I was what I was interested in at the time or what people were asking me about. These were not mere fantasies. Something always came of them. A school was founded, businesses established, stores opened, products created, and expeditions organized. I still have lots of lecture notes from these, but I have only put together just one book from them because I'm more interested in dealing with the future. He just already sounds like so annoying. You're, uh, right now, he's reminding me a little bit of Rael, the yeah, Maitreya. Uh-huh. Uh, well, A, he's European. B, <laughs> he's, <laughs> a, into, he's from this enormous continent. Of he's, uh, he's into the ladies, clearly. And C, I think he just it feels that everybody is going to be so interested in whatever is just knocking around in his cranium. Yes, yes. This is something we run into a fair amount. Just people who just kind of love being experts and love people following them around, calling them geniuses. Yeah, I feel that's the pathway to so much of what we look into is just people wanting easy paths to being an expert on something. Yeah. Like, oh, I really... Or being treated as an expert on something. Right. Some of them might not even care whether they are one. Uh, You're you're right. The real goal is just for people to respect you and listen to what you have to say for 10 to 15 hours a day. Right. How crazy. Anyway, let's continue our podcast where we talk to (laughs) thousands of people. (laughs) Uh, uh, (laughs) Touche. Oh, yeah. So in here, he says... I'm going to let you do all the talking now. No, no. Oh, no. <laughs> he, oh, yeah. He mentions that his partner, his wife, the doctor, mm-hmm. has studies about this. And he says, like, oh, she'll send you the studies if you want. But I couldn't find any studies, like, anywhere on the website. But Oh, studies about this dream thing? Yeah. Okay. So supposedly there are studies. Cool. So here's that part I was telling you about where he says that- Well, cybernetics has shown that this is effective. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. Um, I ran into cybernetics one day, and cybernetics showed me. This is the part that I was telling you that seemed kind of concerning to me. This is, again, Shandor. He says, My students were under maximum load with me with respect to their time. It happened that they slept only three to four hours a night for seven days, and during the rest of the day, apart from breaks for eating, they worked continuously. They attended lectures, watched films, practiced and competed or took exams, work that needed a different concept and approach to acquired knowledge, they practice teamwork, leadership, and information acquisition. It just seems like working people to the bone for no reason. Interesting. Is this yeah. at an accredited university? I'm not sure. And, you know, I was definitely running into language barrier problems as I was Yeah, to I assume this. this is translated from the original Hungarian. I would assume so. These represent a life fully lived. The complete removal of any one condition results in the termination of human existence. Yeah, this sounds very much like L. Ron Hubbard. I felt watching the video like the Scientologist would be proud, proud to show this video mm. in their centers and be like, wear these goggles. We produce this. 
Yeah. I think they would like it. At the same time, I feel like they don't, wouldn't like anything where you got to rest. But it's but it's not hypnosis. Oh, right. you're, you're oh, right. True. That would be a little too restful. You're right. Yeah, they'd be like, run on a treadmill and watch this. <laughs> <laughs> In order to have your brain regenerate itself, you have to be you have to learn lucid dreaming so that you can be consciously alert during the day. As long as you have fully lucid dreams, you can be truly conscious during the day, which helps your brain regenerate itself. Isn't that clear, Ross? Isn't that clear? Hmm. And then they'll say things like on this paper, it says dreaming is essential to our rejuvenation. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like they'll throw in anyway. Yeah. Right. Sure. And they'll throw in things that are like true, but obvious. Yeah. And then these things that sound profound, but are not. Right. Which uh, Daniel Dennett calls a deepity. Yes. I, I encountered another word the other day that has a meaning. It's the same thing from... The Word a Day newsletter from wordsmith.org. Oh, no, like a pre-existing real word? Yeah. Oh, okay. Gnomic. G-N-O-M-I-C. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it can be relating to a gnome. Okay. Uh, and then in parentheses, it says an aphorism or a pithy saying. But the second definition is puzzling, ambiguous, or incomprehensible, yet seemingly profound. Okay, so it's the adjective, though. Yeah. Okay, so a deepity is gnomic. Yes. Okay. Isn't that cool? I That's like cool. that. cool, yeah. That, so that would be one end of the deepity, right? Because the deepity is two options. One is, would be earth-shattering if true. Right. Earth-shattering if true, but it's not. Right. Or completely, yeah, mundane. Yeah, obvious and mundane. And also the option of just like random words that sound profound. Uh, essentially anything Deepak Chopra says. Right, sure. Deepakity. Which is why uh, deepity is such a, a perfect term. Oh, the thing about the skiing? Yeah, so he says that he learned skiing... He like learned the basic idea of skiing this one day. He goes home, he goes to sleep, and he's like, I'm going to practice in my dreams. Uh, He (laughs) practices, he goes back, and he's able to do black diamonds. Okay. And then he does say he was bad at it, but he... (laughs) Hey, living after a black diamond, I say, is pretty good. (laughs) Oh, my God. Who is this man? (laughs) So when you uh, come out of the film... They uh, take it to just this like blue screen that's like an ocean, and you hear the waves gently lapping on the shore. Yes, and a blue sky behind it. And there's a little message saying, "Go ahead and click the button and call the attendant." And right, we'll, we'll come whenever you're ready. And that's where they leave like just ten minutes trailing at the end of the video. I think so. In case you're like asleep or something, you can wake up, which is what happened to me. Yes, yes, it did. Um, the first time I knew that you'd fallen asleep because was I snoring or something? No, but they started ours at pretty much the same time. So I clicked mine, and they wait for both of us to click them before they come in. And you didn't click yours for like a while, uh-huh. so I was like, "Did you fall asleep?" And then finally, I wake up. And I'm like, uh, "What? What does this you, say?" You must oh, have oh. finally clicked it because she came in, but then she said to you, "Like, ready? Take your headphones off." And there was just silence. And she was like, uh, oh, no. And then she finally took him off. And anyway. Well, it's hard to hear. Yeah, but it was just very clear that you just yeah. fell asleep again. <laughs> I remember seeing images that first time. So I must have, I got to the third act at least. But yeah. yeah, somewhere near the end of it, boy, I slipped off into sleep. Oh, it was so comfy. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, I came away from the first time thinking like, yeah, this is really pleasant. Yeah. I have no yeah, idea. You slipped through it. No idea what they just planted in my head, but I feel good and rested. It's like when we went to the Integratron and I was like, love it. It was great. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, let's do that again. Would you would go back? <laughs> <laughs> Rub my eyes. How to proceed? And so then after that, she leads you back out into the lobby, 
and offers you hot drinks. Yeah, man. Offers you tea. And there I are three I took the teas. sleepy one. Yeah, two of them are like very sleep-promoting teas. And I'm like, I get it. You got a sleep theme going on, but I have to go back into my day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, one is like a chamomile tea, notorious sleepy tea. Really? I don't know that it actually promotes sleep, but that's what people drink when they want to go to sleep. Some other sleepy tea and then a peppermint tea, also non-caffeinated. I had peppermint. I had the sleepy tea. They were good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, fantastic. And we talked to Natasha for a while. Very friendly. Mm -hmm. Sweet lady. And uh, yeah, then we went on our merry way, but not before she sold us a second visit. And she was like on our side. She was saying like, okay, well, you did the Groupon thing. So I think technically we can sell you a first session, you know, Uh, air quotes. You're doing air quotes, yeah. Uh, We'll get it for you for $30 a piece. Yeah. And so we're like, "Uh, yeah. Yeah. We gave her money. I I was thinking, well, we've got to do this again because- I'll be darned if I remember what just happened to me. Sure. I can't tell anyone about this. Yeah, so we we met there again, uh, got us started. We watched the video again. And this time, I got to listen to the woman. And I got to listen to the man. And we uh, switched it up, and we sat in different seats. Yeah, we were switching everything up. Oh, it, man. Up what was down, <laughs> left was right, topsy turvy. This time, I was like, okay, I'm paying attention this time i'm Uh watching this video and i was too but oh my gosh i went in a little hungry and i should have gone in full man yeah i was starving by the end of that this time i had a much better understanding of what was going on i mean i was still comfortable though yeah no it's physically comfortable i hope everyone really understands that it is physically (laughs) comfortable Oh my gosh, I got so antsy. For me, the second time, I was just like, I want this to be over, I want this to be over, I'm so bored, I'm so oh, bored. No. I was able to get to that floaty space sometimes, but I, oh man, I don't know if I could do that a bunch of times. I was just so bored. Oh, not man, I could do this over and over again. <laughs> I did, a couple times I closed my eyes, and then when I would just listen to it, I was like, okay, this is cool. But when I would try to watch it, I was really bored. But I was also super, super hungry, which I think was partly because I've started Ross a new migraine medicine. And I think that's kind of of switched up. You've been taking the wrong one. Yeah. The whole world, and by the whole world, I mean all our fans have been worried about my migraines nigh these five years. Mm -hmm. And guess what? You're taking the wrong medicine. I've been taking the wrong medicine because my sweet 80 year old doctor retired and he was using generations old migraine treatment that apparently has been disproven a long time so uh this time when we were done we had our hot drinks again i got the uh, pepperminty one that was i got the peppermint one again Mm -hmm. we were asking natasha more questions uh like for example are there other films that we can watch or (laughs) is it just the same one can we watch the matrix next time (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like like we're watching it on a 17-inch monitor. <laughs> if I stay home Two and watch The Matrix, can I just send you $40? <laughs> and so she said that a lot of work went into translating this from Hungarian because the video was originally mastered in Hungarian. And she said that there are three other films in development. Mm -hmm. So this particular one that we are watching is the Dream Meditation video. And on that poster of the the laughing, jubilant lady in the red dress, there's these little icons. And so there's like a single squiggly line through a circle for the Dream Meditation. And then they add like a circle around that logo for the Active Dream video. 
I guess coming in the future at some oh. point. And yeah, then, we'll see. And then they like expand that circle and darken it for the yeah. The so there's the lucid dream and the planned dream. Yeah, we have one film that plays over and over, but at some point, Shandor will hopefully get around to releasing these other videos. Did you ever watch the Jetsons? Yeah. Do you remember how they had... Rosie the Robot. Do you remember how when they would go to bed, they could pick what they would dream about and someone would like play no. it in their ear? Yeah, <gasps> same idea. That's cool. We're living in the future, Ross, and guess what? It's not as cool as we thought. No. It's in Beverly Hills. The future is in Beverly Hills and it's $40. $80 is the actual price. You're right. So, yeah, you can buy packages that will allow you to go back frequently and pay less overall. But, yeah, the, the going rate for one viewing of this 40-minute video. <laughs> You're right. It's $80. $80. So $2 a minute. Which is, I might say, absurd. Well, we'll get to that. I do want to mention that you are getting top-notch technology for this. According to one of these handouts here, a short history of the origins of DRC, you get special vibrating sound waves. Oh, as opposed to... As opposed to those, you know, regular ones that just that dip and peak in the regular vibrate. way. Uh, that is how sound is formed, yes, with vibration. Yep. Information processing with an organized structure. That reminds me, there was a lot of vibration vibration talk in the video itself as well. Uh-huh. Something about how we vibrate on a plane. Right. How each of our existences is a different vibration yeah. from everybody else's. Something like that that was making me go, huh? But uh, I was being lulled with music and... Sure. Well, that gets into item number three. So hang on here. We're getting okay. three very important proprietary items. Ooh. Number one, special vibrating sound waves. Number two, information processing with an organized structure. And number three, and this is very important, Okay. a pleasant environment. Ooh, that's advanced technology. <laughs> pleasant environment. The so-called operator films have a pre-planned and built-in effect on the nervous system. They transmit organized, harmonious frequencies to which the brain reacts inevitably. Yeah. Well, what an experience. I enjoyed it. Good. I, yeah, I enjoyed it fine. Okay. It was, worth, it was worth doing once. I mean, I would keep trying it if it were cheaper, but meh. It's a good way to do like a quick... Is meditation the right word for it? Yeah, I mean, supposedly it has those effects. Did you feel that way, though? Did you feel, like, really calm and centered and stuff afterward? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so I, I would say it was a good way to do that. A um, bit pricey, though, since you can... I feel like I could get a lot more out of five minutes of meditation than out of that. Oh, wow, okay. But, yeah, certainly in terms of just getting you to shut off and not be distracted by anything else, you know, it kind of arrests your attention, confuses you, and lulls you into a sleep-like state. And yeah, it was comfy. Interesting. All right. Well, what would you give it on a pseudoscience scale? Where one something that's just not pseudoscientific, right? Like human beings are on a long line of ancestors and descendants that have all come from a common ancestor, right? Oh, that's um, that's what actually happened. Yes, exactly. Right, right. What what would you call that? Evolving. Uh, evol uh, evol that's better. Uh, theory ev of evolution. Evolution. Let's, say. let's yeah. say that's okay. So that's a one. That's not at all pseudoscientific. Okay. And then ten is something very pseudoscientific, like all of those ancestors and all of our cousins, like goats. Say uh, everyone's made of goat sperm. Mm. That's a ten. That didn't happen. Oh, okay, that's a ten. Uh, well, according to cybernetics. Um, <laughs> I would say that there are some really ah just vague 
and kind of annoying claims being made because they're just hard <laughs> to pin down. Yeah. Goodness. I don't know how to feel about this. Uh, you know, sleep is good for you. Yes, I like sleep. But what are they actually claiming this will do for you? I feel like I haven't really gotten the grasp of that, except just make your life better in some unspecified ways. Mm -hmm. Eat this cookie, you're going to love it. By helping you make decisions in life, I guess. Ah, but is that really a pseudoscientific claim? I'm going to give this like a a five. Yeah. Just because I feel like whenever there's mention of science, it's blinding you with science, and they want you not to think about that too hard. Yeah. Yeah, I I was thinking like a six. I've got the same problem, but I can think of some claims where I'm just like, what? Like that I'm I'm the weaker information source compared to the greater information source of the actual world. <laughs> like that just means nothing. Uh, the greater information source. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not like they said anything that I just outright threw off the goggles and yelled, that's a lie. Right, sure. <laughs> not that you usually do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> You'd be such a good reporter, though. <laughs> it's a just storm out of everything. Oh, the show's over, I guess. Yeah, it's, it doesn't go all the way up there to like a 10. For that reason, they really wiggled around it real well. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, what would you give this on a, a danger rating? Where one is something not very dangerous. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you get in a recliner and uh, yeah, take a nap. Okay. Uh-huh. And 10 is something incredibly dangerous. Like you're driving and you just kind of recline your chair back because <laughs> you're tired and, uh, and you catch a few Pokemon. Yeah, this is actually a little tough because at least in these handouts and stuff, I keep calling them handouts like this is school. But anyway, they keep um, <laughs> talking about how basically you should be living your life in this dreamlike state. And I'm like, no, don't do that. <laughs> Again, you always wonder, like, the founder himself, like, is he really doing yeah, this? Yeah, is he really just walking around like, oh, hey, man, oh, there's a lobster in, in this room. Neat. Okay. Or does he just have something to sell and he's living life normally like we all do? Right. And one time he had this really impactful dream and he's still just like living that experience. And and he wants us all to choose these great paths for us. But the path he's chosen for himself is to get us to pay him to learn how to. Right. No, uh, I would say like a three i mean i do think if you really follow this through to its logical conclusion and you weren't sleeping Mm -hmm. or you know i know that lucid dreaming especially makes people really tired at least this is what i've heard from people who do it regularly like our friend of the show brian thompson he he just stopped doing it because it was so tiring to lucid dream all the time oh interesting okay um i don't know that's what i hear something i haven't heard uh you need to like not be controlling your sleeping state all the time you need like this totally free-flowing sleeping experience most of the time when you're asleep uh, to be rested. Mm -hmm. So if you actually did that all the time, I think you would be very tired and that would be dangerous. But I just don't think that's happening very often. You read more of the literature than Uh I did. I never got the impression that they were saying you really need to minimize your sleep so much and replace it with this. Just felt like this was something extra that you do during your waking hours. You choose to live them in this half state. I, I think that's right, but it's also supposed to help teach you to lucid dream during your sleeping sleeping. I'm going to say, I mean, a two. I, I don't feel it's that dangerous. Me neither. Pretty harmless. Yep, seems like it. What about pocket drainer value, where one is something that's just not pocket draining? Okay. It's just not. Like your friend Heather Farid. 
comes to your birthday party. Oh, hey, Heather. She brings you a really ugly tea kettle that is shaped like Little Red Riding Hood that she got for $2 at the Goodwill. Huh. And you don't have to pay for it at all because it's your goddamn birthday. Yeah, okay. And then 10 is something very pocket draining. You're about to get into bed, mm-hmm. and there's a little man there, and he's like, oh, to go to sleep, you must pay me $80. Uh, sorry, I know this is a basic human function, and it's very hard to improve on it, <laughs> but in order to get in your own bed, you must give me $80, and this happens every night. Well, that was venturing into the creepy realm as well. <laughs> yeah, well, the way you've described it makes it sound pretty pocket-draining. Yeah, for what you're getting for this, just wearing these glasses and listening to special vibrations that we call sound. (laughs) I'm going to say... The magic of sound. uh, Seven. I mean, we didn't pay that much for the two visits that we did. Yeah. I would go back. doing it twice a week. I would go back, but I won't because it's a long drive. Uh Uh-huh. And I just can't do that with my schedule. And yeah, that's just a bit too much money to be paying $80 for watching that video, that one video over and over again. Sometimes I'm like, I love this movie, but do I really want to pay $15 for this Blu-ray? Right. And that's to keep a movie. Yeah. This is $80 to just see the movie. Yeah, you don't get to keep it. Yeah, that's insane. That's insane. What if it were $80 to see a movie at the Arclight? You wouldn't go. Makes a sane man insane. Mm -hmm. I think this is a ridiculous price. Yeah, okay. It's too much. Okay. That's too much. And I'm going to give it an 8.7. Okay. I'm just feeling very strong about it tonight. You're not going to sleep on it? No. Okay. (laughs) Although I I did sleep on it for Scientology. Studies have shown. We didn't mention we met a woman the second time who did buy the bundle. She was there for her third experience. And she was a transcendental meditator. And she was talking about how she used to follow this guy who went missing? Yeah, and she, she loved it. She was having a real good time. So it was worth it to her. Yeah, and she was saying how this had been so beneficial. So that's great. Cheers to her. What would you give this then on a creepiness Mm. scale, Carrie? We're one of something uh, not creepy. You know, having trouble going to sleep and uh, someone you love sings you a lullaby. Whereas a 10 is something like, you know, you go and put on goggles. You're told, oh, you're going to be watching the same film you've seen many times before. And you're like, oh, okay. You're like, yeah, I remember this. Oh, I'm getting a little sleepy. But every now and then it just says something about you. And then you realize it's talking to you. This voice is now saying, Carrie, I want you to pick up this rock. You're going to take it and smash Ross over the head. (laughs) When you wake up, you will not remember that I have said this to you, but you will smash Ross over the head. Awful. That's a 10. Okay, yeah, that's terrible. Um, Don't do it, Carrie. It wasn't like that. (laughs) This is creepy. Yeah, it's a little creepy. There's something a little creepy about just like the sort of hypnotizing kind of aspect of it. You know, just sort of like, we're going to say things that you don't listen to them. Yeah. It's like a little creepy weird, but not not terribly creepy weird. We're not talking OTO here. I give it a for. Yeah, I'd say for us, for our experience and just going to this thing, not too creepy. I'm going to say three, just with the, like the imagery and the words they're using. You know what? No, you're right. Four. 
Yeah, that that is a bit creepy. Just mm-hmm. kind of what they're the sort of subliminal saying thing. you, and just the fact that you can't lock onto it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That does get a little creepy. And you're in a like dark room, kind of isolated. You know, with your ears and eyes covered. That, Being explicitly told, "Yes, we will brainwash you." <laughs> that's all a tiny bit creepy. I feel it would get way more creepy if we lived in Hungary and we're actually close to Shandor, Sandor. Whereas I was just getting hungry, zoinks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got to eat at uh, Veggie Grill. That's true. That was not good. creepy. Yeah, like I think we both felt like y- he wasn't quite a cult leader, but yeah. like he was like a cult leader in training almost. Yeah, you know, he's like just trying to like feel the bounds of how much can I get away with? And yeah, how long? That's will how you- it feels. Yeah, right. How long will you listen to yeah, me? Yeah, there was a part in this. Uh, I'm again touching these handouts um, where they were talking about whether this could help you learn a language. And they said, well, you should keep a log and bring the log in and show it to us. I just felt like this is over-involvement. Yeah. Why? I, I guess that's nice. But like, it just felt like... Over-monitoring. Yeah, like, uh, don't worry, we're the experts. We'll just figure this out for you. You know, mm. and it's like, no, I want you to make specific claims so that I can see if you're meeting them. Like, that's how checks and balances work. Uh-huh. It's not just always trust me, we'll work it out. Yeah. They also in different places kind of hint at how when you're sleeping, you're more connected to this sort of like all-knowing knowledge, the source information. Yeah. And that we all have this sort of intuitive knowledge that being awake, we kind of block it out and we're more in tune with when we're asleep. This is only sort of hinted at. I don't feel like it's explicitly said. Right. I feel like there's this, I almost want to say theology, like this vision of the universe that they're just giving us little teases of Mm -hmm. and that if we get more involved in this or if we watch a second video that doesn't exist, that we'll be, you know, (laughs) inculcated more into this worldview that they're peddling. And they they just haven't developed it yet. Oh, yeah, maybe they haven't developed it or maybe they don't want to quite tell you all of it yet or, yeah, I don't know exactly what They the just lack is. the true motivation to build a cult. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? It, it felt like there were some of the components, especially in the language choice, that were leaning towards that kind of cult equation, mm-hmm. but it's missing some important pieces to put it over that, that right. line. Right, to grave concern. Right, yeah. it's like, yeah, you need two out of three of these things, and they uh-huh. have one out of three or right, something right. like that. Yeah. I was at this conference put on by the uh, International Cultic Studies Association, which is former cult members, academics, cult experts, and such, and it was great, it was very neat. One of the things that we talked about a lot that's an acknowledged part of almost all cults is sleep deprivation. So that's been like very on my mind is how people use that to manipulate you. So, I mean, not that that means automatically you're a cult. It definitely doesn't. But it is one red flag. False flag. (laughs) (laughs) 9-11. But Carrie, did you have a favorite moment in all of this? What was your favorite moment? moment oh my favorite moment just have it has to be the hot guy in a pool just randomly <laughs> there with the like drone shot pulling out from him so strange that was pretty amazing yeah what's yours oh i guess getting to look at dirty pictures while i was <laughs> great waiting to go uh be hypnotized or whatever i was just happening. have to like insert porn in any of our investigations to manipulate favorite your moment. whole experience <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even going to change it. You're that's, sticking with it. No, that's good. what came to mind. 
Good for you. Well, that's it for our show. Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton. Our producer and co-editor is Ian Kramer, who just had a wedding anniversary. Happy anniversary, Ian. Yay. On the same day as your birthday. Yeah. Carrie just had a birthday. Stop it. You can support what we do at MaximumFun.org forward slash donate. And thank you all to all of you who have supported us. You make this possible. (laughs) You are awesome. And you can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash onrack. See some pictures there. Interact with us. There's a pretty lovely community of people there who chatteroo. Yeah, like us, uh, comment on things. Also go to iTunes and give us a positive rating there. That really helps us to be discovered. And any other podcast service that you use. Maybe you use Stitcher. Maybe you do. I don't know. And remember this completely self-contradictory comment from Dr. Amis Toth. The natural and much more efficient way of obtaining information is the direct self-sufficient acquisition. That is, connecting to the raw, unprocessed, original information masses and copying or clearing the source, completely independent from the media, books, or other people. For those of us who were brought up in some kind of school system, this idea might appear unsubstantiated. However, thousands of experiments over 50 years of countless scientific documentation and experience all prove one thing, that it is reasonable to say that humans can become completely self-reliant in regards to acquiring information. Hello, Brent. Travis. Welcome to Trends Like These. What's Trends Like These, you ask? Well, it's a podcast where we take the the news trending on the internet and we cover it in podcast form. We go beyond the headlines, beyond the memes to bring you the real story so that when your friends bring it up, you can look real smart. We take things that need to be debunked and we debunk them. And then we take things that need to be rebunked and we rebunk them. We bring you all the details and we give you a spin on it. Our opinions, our thoughts, and we also try to dig up some positive things to talk about. So it's not all bummers. Just a couple of real life friends talking internet trends. So join us every Thursday on MaximumFun.org and wherever podcasts are found. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.